This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 199 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, as we typically do, we have four trends that we observed, we, and we will describe those along with providing a recommended reading that goes with each of the four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Well, before we do that, I have to point out that this is episode 199. I know you said that. It's crazy. But 199. Yeah. So we have a special episode coming up, 200, which will be our, our next episode. So... I feel like I'm watching the odometer tick over on a car. You know, <laughs> right. like, like Just like, wow. Okay, but all right. Back to business. Yeah. Like you said, we are looking at four trends that we identified from the past two weeks from all the different articles that we flipped into our Flipboard magazine. Now, having said that, we had to struggle a little bit to get to the point where we uh, were uh, identifying four trends because... Th- the last, the the first two, very much a trend. Right. Third one, yes, a trend, and then the fourth one is kind of a spin-off or like a subdivision of the third trend. Mm-hmm. Although it does you know, stand on its own. So, not not trying to be too cryptic here, but let's let, we'll move forward that way. Number one, instructional design strategies. This is very interesting for us, I think, because typically our number one is hardware or software. Right. right. Um, but that. This is these were all what we would call soft strategies. There was one research report that we're also going to mention, but that these were all basically sort of um, uh, expressions of uh, ex- explanations for how to design certain instructional events or how to design activities within instructional events. For example, we saw uh, well, we saw one very interesting student perspective that described an experience as an adult in asynchronous online classes, which was meant to provide, uh, is meant to provide some uh, 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 overall, uh, I'm sorry, I'm losing the word, inspiration for how we should be designing the classes. Uh, Then we also saw uh, taking a dynamic approach to teaching new skills, helping older workers learn new technology, uh, there, this was the one that was mostly a, a research report. More stringent teacher evaluation protocols actually showed no positive impact on students. A recent report showed how, although uh, the last few years have really been focused on making sure that there are uh, teacher evaluation protocols in place, they don't seem to have any effect on students. Uh, designing instruction for a changing work environment supporting professional improvement without being too pushy, which is kind of a tough thing to do, but it's, it's a good article. Our recommended read in this area is How to Engage Students in Any Subject Area by Esther Wojcicki 
for Edutopia, and I apologize if I'm mispronouncing a name. I'm sure that I'm mispronouncing the last name there, but but um, this was this is basically a high school perspective. The uh, Ms. Wojcicki is a is a high school teacher of some uh, many years, and it's a very nice article about uh, engagement practices in general. But it it is probably best focused on on high school uh, on. Uh, students at that age. Number two, hardware and software, which we normally see somewhere in our trending, but that it, it's uh, uh, here it is. We saw a couple of Cyber Monday deal recommendations. So that's kind of in the past, that's historically, because Cyber Monday has come and gone. Um, we iOS 15, hidden features, an interesting article about some interesting uh, extras that are within iOS 15. One that uh, as soon as we started talking about it, you and I both went, oh, yeah, we should try this. Uh, how to color categorize your Outlook calendar. And that's how nerdy we are. That's right. <laughs> but it was interesting. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, E-learning bundles, uh, recommendations of uh, bundles of software that would uh, work well for e-learning. Uh, iPad accessory gift ideas, because we are coming up on the holiday season, and so we are seeing more sort of gift lists or suggestions. But this was a good list of, of iPad accessories that seemed actually practical. Our recommended read in the area is Best Laptop Deals, Top Picks from Budget to Extreme, by Mark Hackman, Ian Paul, and Ashley Biancuso for PC World. It's a really good list of... Um, the current laptops that are available. And it really does go from the, the uh, if you're on a tight budget, this is the one you want all the way up to if you can splurge, splurge on this. So that was, that's a nice, that's a, it's a nice set of suggestions. Number three, digital citizenship and safety. We did see a great many articles about this, this, this past two weeks. And this has been uh, uh, a topic that we've been looking at for years now. But the fourth trend also has a little bit to do with it as well because it has it's the metaverse and some questions that arise from the metaverse. Third trend, though, is digital citizenship and safety. We saw Instagram's chief testifying before Congress. This is a first. We saw Twitter announcing that it's going to ban sharing photos and videos of people without their consent. And then we both kind of raised our eyebrows and yeah. said, how are they going to do it? How are they going yeah, to do that? Should but be interesting. Curious. Shopify has a textbook pirate problem. Uh, publishers have been sort of getting on Shopify for the fact that they're. We've seen that even with our own. Oh yeah. Uh, the, the, the the books that we've authored. Yeah, they're out um, there. Yeah, not necessarily on Shopify, but we just see a lot of these uh, pirated editions yep, that we come do. up. Um, and to just to be extra careful you know about it just to say yes because if, if, if for any of you who may be thinking ooh, a pirated edition <laughs> um keep in mind that a lot of times the pirated editions have some sort of uh, malware oh. embedded in the product yeah. uh, that's that's why they put out the pirated edition so just be careful about that um however our recommended read in in this category is from the new york times it's the the title is What's one of the most dangerous toys for kids? The internet. It's by Adam Westbrook, Lucy King, and Jonah M. Kessel. And it was, it's published in the New York Times, but it's actually a video that uh, is really nicely done, very thought-provoking. 
And when you and I were talking about it, uh, Tim, we were saying that it's the sort of thing that if you do, if you're teaching a class on technology integration in a K-12 setting, this is kind of a must-see video to, to bring into the classroom and, and have people have a bit of a discussion about this. So um, we recommend that rather strongly. Now, number four in our trending is the metaverse itself, just generally discussion about the metaverse for better and worse, because there were some positive things said and then there were some questions raised. So in the positive aspect of things, we saw um, a, a nice blog post about getting ready for the metaverse of VR learning, describing a few case examples of uh, good use of VR and AR for uh, instruction. Um, Roblox, the company Roblox, is hoping to expand its K-12 school presence with grant funding to explore ways to use its platform in the evolving virtual world. Uh, but there's also, and this is our recommended read for this one, there's a kind of a question about the, the metaverse, about uh, what we're getting ourselves into. Recommended read here is, the Metaverse is a Human Rights Dilemma by Tiernan Ray for ZDNet. And I won't do the article justice. It, it, you really, it's one of those things one should really read. But one of the things that struck a chord with me as I was reading it was this idea that we have to be careful that it's, it's, is it a metaverse or is it actually just a single corporation's presentation of a potential metaverse? Right. Because if what we're talking about is just all being within what you called it before, Tim, an ecosystem, mm -hmm. when we were talking about this earlier, mm -hmm. if we're talking about a, an ecosystem all being under the the general banner of meta, you know, of, of a corporation that owns the ecosystem, that doesn't feel really like an ecosystem as much as it feels like a corporate sponsorship. Right. And, and as we mentioned, too, that that's not really the, the general philosophy or ethos of right. the Internet when it when it uh, or the web when it was created right right so if if you can be if if the advertisement says in the metaverse you can be anything you want but you can only be what's available for sale through a single right. corporate entity right. there's a limitation yeah so it's it, again we're it's in the read. early stages of dealing with this it's great read but tim those are our four trends and our four recommended reads thanks abby so now we peer into the crystal ball and make predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. As we mentioned earlier, uh, we're going to do something for our 200th, maybe a, a, a look in review over the past, wow, how, how many years, nine years that we've been, eight or nine yeah. years we've been doing this. Yeah. Uh, because it is towards the end of the year, we will get year in review. That should be. Oh yeah, trend. we're gonna see. We're right. gonna see a ton of year and year end reviews. And predictions. We're see a lot of predictions, mm -hmm. right? Predictions for 2022. But yeah, Tim, I think maybe. I mean, this isn't really a crystal ball as much as right. uh, unless the crystal ball we we we're playing in reverse <laughs> exactly. and looking into the that the past instead of the future. But we're gonna devote what we predict is that we <laughs> will is that the episode will devote a little more time as a retrospective. Yeah than uh than we normally would because yeah. we're gonna 200 episodes yeah. but we were thinking that there are some some trends that we've seen kind of come and go right but on that larger year year by year scale as yeah opposed to so just so we'll year. discuss those which i don't i mean 
I'm, yeah. I said that's going to be fun. May not be fun for you, but it'll be fun for us. <laughs> we're going <laughs> to. We hope it. No, yeah. we'd like it to be fun. It for will everybody. be. It'll be interesting. I also, but Tim, I do think we're going to see more about the metaverse. Oh, of course. Yeah. In upcoming weeks and upcoming months, and um, I, I do think. I, I do hope, I guess, that we're going to be seeing more about ID strategies. I yeah. was gratified. You and yeah. I were both gratified to see more about instructional design right. generally yeah. Uh, yeah. in the past few weeks. So, yeah. Okay. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 199. We'd like to thank our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine. And, of course, we appreciate all of our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links uh, to the recommended readings that we mentioned in this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode, episode 200, will air on December 28th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green.